WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Grand final was only a couple of days ago, Hammer. But at the same time, a lot of football clubs, in particular the West Coast Eagles, haven't stopped for the grand final. They've been busy preparing for the new year. And one man who's probably been at the coalface of all of that is the West Coast Eagles list manager in Rowan O'Brien. Ro, appreciate your time, mate. It's a busy time. It's a crazy time. And everyone goes into recruiting mode. Uh, yeah, it is busy, Tim. It's, uh, as you say, the, the final siren's not long sounded, but we move on to the next bit now. So... Uh, yeah, we uh, a busy few weeks. Now, just uh, are you keeping a tally and are you putting a dollar in a jar for every time you're asked about the number one pick, Harley Reid, and whether you're taking it, splitting it, what you're doing with it? The, the subject matter is Harley Reid. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, the question I've probably been asked most all year. Um, if we did put a dollar away, we'd be well off by now, I would have thought. But um, no, there's a bit to work through there. Um, and, you know, obviously having pick ones that a good opportunity, so um, we'll see what unfolds through the trade period. But uh, to be honest, it feels like we're likely to keep it unless something pretty special comes along. Yeah, well, the point would be that you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you take him at, th- uh, you know, pick one, you've got three years, and everyone says, well, you gave it your best crack, and if he wants to go home, he goes home, and then you renegotiate going forward. But if you don't take him and he turns into that generational top player, then they come for you again. Oh, that's just... The way it is, mate, unfortunately. But um, whether it's Harley or anyone else, we'll weigh up what the best uh, thing is for our list and what's in front of us. And, uh, you know, at this time last year, we didn't think we were going to trade pick two. And then the right offer came along. And, um, you know, we we picked uh, Elijah and Reuben at the draft. So uh, we'll go through the same process again and see what happens. Uh, Rowie, with with Harley on that, uh, it's a lot of people have said it halfway through the year that he didn't really want to come west. And having been there, and well, obviously not going number one, but having come to WA and played football, I got off the plane and five minutes later I said, "I'm never going to leave here." What's what's the discussion like with him around moving to WA and potentially having a life here? Because the the weather's great, the place is great, and if the West Coast Eagles start playing good football, there's no better place to be than a part of this club. Is that sort of the, the way that you're speaking to him, or is that uh, how's that gone about willing him to come to WA? To be honest, Hamish, we haven't had to have that conversation with Harley or anyone else. Um, when that report came out, it was uh, it was a surprise to us because we'd never had any indication as I said at the time, and, you know, we've had a few chats with Harley during the year at at various times and obviously interviewed him along with his family. And we've never got that sense at all that there's any reluctance from him or, as I said, any other player really to to come to Perth and join the club. Um, You know, we understand that it's a, a difficult process for boys to go through because they don't know what's going on. But we haven't had to have that discussion. Um, you know, he's been fine all the way through it, as of all the other boys. Rowan O'Brien is the Eagles list manager. He's online on Breakfast with Tim Gossage and Hamish Brayshaw. So just, I just want to back over just a little bit and then we'll move on because there's so much to dissect. 
You said that this stage you're likely to keep him unless that changes and there's a massive offer for him. That's the position you're in, aren't you? I mean, you could just sit there and wait to the to the final moment, to the final bell, till someone says, "Hey, we want to turn the world around and we we want Harley Reid." And are you prepared to do this? So you haven't closed the door on trading pick one, but at this stage, it's ahead. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, as you said, Tim, we can wait as long as we like, really, up until uh, we're, we're on the clock for pick one. Um, and we're not putting a price on pick one at all. We'll, we'll listen to anything that comes our way. But uh, as we said, it's going to need to be pretty special. Can you get Harley Reid and Daniel Curtin? Oh, gee whiz, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm not sure with what we've got at the moment that that's achievable and it's, you know, it's, it's difficult to talk about individuals, but, you know, you'd think that those two boys are very highly rated by all clubs. So uh, to pull off something where you end up with both players, I, I think would be pretty difficult. First round picks get a three-year deal. Good? Better? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it's, it's good for the competition overall. Um, it probably provides a little bit more um, stabilisation for the clubs and the players because it's not always about the ones that are knocking it out of the park in their first year. Sometimes the, the boys take a little bit of time to mature, so the third year is important for them too. I think it's a good decision all round. Rowie, I, uh, I played a couple of games on Dan Curtin this year. I played him in um, at, at the back end. Uh, in that final, um, obviously, if if you guys keep if we keep number one, then it's going to be tough to get him. But there is plenty of WA talent around, and with the first pick in round two, is that something that the club is looking at, or is it is it best available, or is it best available WA to try and keep a bit of homegrown talent? Uh, no, it's best available, Hamish. Um, if that turns out to be WA talent, then clearly that's a big bonus for us. Um, you know, it's it's much easier for us to bring WA talent into the club and have them settle and uh, and just be comfortable for their footy, really. Um, but we'll go best available, and if that turns out to be WA talent, then that's a real bonus for us. Briggs is the ruckman, of course, uh, that came in and, and basically stamped his uh, spot on the number one role at the Giants, and that forced Matt Flynn on the outer, who was playing at the time, Sadly, his name is thrown up as a, a possible ruck replacement here for West Coast. Uh, how far advanced is that? And there seems to be some more suitors for him in the last 24, 48 hours. Is that going to make it harder to get hold of him? Or what's your vibe there? Uh, I think our discussions with Matt and his management have been going well. We've, we've had that for a little while. And I don't think the suitors are new, to be honest. I think they've been there the whole time. Um, so we've probably ramped that up a little bit in the last week. Obviously, Matt was uh, trying to win back his spot as the Giants were going through the finals, uh, and he wanted to wait until that campaign was over. But we've made some really good progress there. I think it's been a positive discussion, and I think we'll get a feel for what he's doing in the next day or two. What's your vibe on the talent pool? What's your vibe on the talent pool right across the board? And, you know, academy selections and... And all this sort of stuff, it just makes it so hard. And this whole points thing does my head in. I'm glad I'm not involved in it because I just sit there and go, just just pick a bloke. Don't tell me what he's worth. Don't tell me what how many points he's going to have to you're going to have to give up for him. It's a really detailed process. How has it all come together? And what's the talent pool like in your opinion, man who's been around for a long time? Uh, yeah, it is a difficult process now, Tim. You're right. There's a whole lot of things to take into account, and it's 
it's very hard to work out where bids might come for players and uh, how you need to calculate, you know, what you'll need or who might be available and where your picks will land. I think the talent pool is is okay. I think it is, you know, most years, to be honest, we hear a lot of talk about this, but, um, you know, there'll be a lot of good players come out of the draft uh, for sure. This year is a bit unique in there seems to be a high number of uh, father-sons, Northern Academy players, mm. uh, you know, and you're, you're getting some free agent compensation thrown in there and then some special assistance compensation. So things have jumped around a lot. It feels like it's a bit more difficult to manage than a normal year, but at the end of the day, you you know, you put your list together, you rank them, and um, that'll be how you work through them on the night. Rowie, I'm I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the academy rule being capped at 40. I think if you put work into a bloke, um, yeah, you deserve a first crack at him. Having done a bit of work with the Nat Nui Academy, uh, what's the what's the talent like in that pool? I know Lance Collard's one that springs to mind for mine, but um, have we have we got eyes on anyone that's come through those Nat Nui Academy ranks? Uh, yeah, mate. We'll um, we'll have a look at uh, some of the boys that have come through the academy this year. Obviously, we. We took uh, Jordan Baker and Tyrell last year um, and we've got another couple of opportunities, including Lance this year. The difficult part around that is uh, really around what Tim just described on uh, if and where any bids will come and whether we get access to them. I'm a bit like you. If you've done the work with the players uh, and we want to have academies to grow the talent pool, then I think clubs need to be rewarded uh, to get those players in and... um, We'll look at, at our guys again and hopefully there's an opportunity that we may be able to put some on. No doubt. Uh, the question was asked uh, by one of our listeners earlier in the show. They said, has the um, Tim Kelly deal and trade for numbers and picks, and so, has that done now? Have, has all of that been sorted? There's no picks in this draft that are involved over the Tim Kelly recruiting or is that still a part of it? Oh, look. Tim, I haven't gone back over it, to be honest. I think it may be done by now, but um, what we find each year is that, uh, you know, there's picks that keep moving around and get split and mm. get pushed into the next year. I think the, the deal with Tim is, is done by now, but there may be something lingering in <laughs> one of those mid-range picks that, that has its traces back to the origin, maybe. Very true. Do you think he did... I mean, with, with hindsight, and there was a lot of criticism of the footy club, again... You're probably going to give me the answer that was important coming out of West Coast, but do you think you did okay out of that in the end, and are doing okay out of that whole trade? Because you copped, the, you know, the quote selling the farm. Uh, you were heavily criticised as a as a recruiting department. Uh, yeah, look, potentially, I think we've done okay, and I can understand the commentary around all that. Uh, I think probably what you've got to understand too is uh, maybe where we'd be. Uh, without Tim, who I think you know, really growing into uh, playing his best footy. Um, you know, it's like all things you do with trading and drafting. You can judge it in hindsight forever, but we're really comfortable with what we did and we're wrapped to have Tim, and I don't regret any part of that deal at all. Ro, there's been a lot of talk about Devon Robertson coming back to WA, of course, the nephew of Darren Glass. Can you fill us in? Uh, yeah, well, Devs obviously has been... Um, uh, playing with the Lions up until the grand final on Saturday, and that's been his his main priority to get through the year uh, and hopefully play in a flag. So um, we've clearly got some interest in Dev. We've been dealing with his management, but respectful of um, 
his priorities at the moment. Uh, and obviously now that, that that's done, um, we'll revisit those discussions uh, and talk with him and his management over the coming days and and hopefully get a, uh, a decision in our favour. So how confident, if you can be, about making it happen? Uh, look, it's hard to know. As I said, we've been really respectful of what he's trying to do with the Lions um, and give him a bit of space to do that. Uh, we think we've presented a really good position to him around his footy. Uh, and, yeah, we're really hopeful that uh, he can see uh, a good future with us. There's always chatter about expats coming back to WA. Trey Rusco is another. Have you been working on him? Uh, probably not at this stage. I think um, Trey's obviously had a year where he's probably been a bit frustrated with lack of opportunity at, at Collingwood. Um, I don't think there's anything too advanced around Trey at this stage. So um, obviously things can change during the trade period, but at, at this stage I feel like that's probably unlikely. Yeah, I, I agree, Rowie. I think he's flying at the moment and was um, was him and Oscar Allen easily our best this year. Uh, obviously, with the draft, you want to try and find that one diamond. And I'm not saying pick this bloke up because I'd like to play with him again at East Perth this year, but uh, next year coming up. But uh, keep an eye on Tom Graham. I know you're probably uh, all across him, but he played one game for us in the league this year, Rowie, and the kid's a star. The kid can play. Uh, might not be going this year, but watch him win the Bernie Nailer next year and uh, and have him on those boards. No, I noticed, Tamish, that you're a fan. I see you've mentioned him in your column and told the world, so that was nice of you to do that. <laughs> but, um, no, we'll certainly keep an eye on, on Tom and his footy for sure. And last one for you, Rowan. We really appreciate your time. Rowan O'Brien, Eagles uh, list manager. If you win the Sandover medal <laughs> and you've been on an AFL list and you're only in your early 20s and probably need less focus on golf and more focus on footy, is there any hope that all around the sort of pick, sort of 65 onwards, that West Coast can recruit the, the Brayshaw name back into the system? A Sandover medal is a Sandover medal, Rowan. Uh, Tim, you're right. Uh, and Hamish has done very well. And uh, as mentioned, we're still getting over the listing him again mm. in his column today. He's, um, it was a tough one like for the footy club, Rowie. It was, mate, yeah. Uh, look, we'll like to keep those discussions in-house. I'll okay. take that offline with Hamish and um, we'll, we'll just see how that unfolds. Fair enough, too. All right, just in summary, as we let you go, we really appreciate your time. We know it's probably a crazy time for you. Um, confirming that uh, the number one pick is still there. If the, if you get a Hail Mary offer, you're open to it. But right now, you certainly believe that he will be staying at West Coast with pick one. Uh, yeah, we think that's the likeliest outcome, Tim, that we keep that selection and we'll we'll take it to the draft and, um, yeah, pick the player on the night. Harley Reid is coming west. Take it to the bank. Hey, appreciate your time, Ro. Always appreciate you giving up time to talk to our WA listeners. Thanks for joining us. No problem, boys. Thanks, Thanks Ro. Cheers, Ro mate. Rowan O'Brien, the West Coast Eagles list manager. So there it is. How much of that do you take on board? Um, because that's that's tough. It's tough to for him to be as honest as that, and it's tough for us to question regarding those because they're not going to show their hand publicly. But it seems a pretty strong de- declaration that uh, Harley Reid's still very much on their radar. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, best player in the draft on the night, and um, if you can get other things to work around it, then uh, he's certainly one you'd want to have at the footy club. All righty. Let's take a break and come back. If you've got any thoughts,
thoughts on that, let us know. 13 12 55 04 8776 736. And we thank Rowan O'Brien for his time on Scott Ingoss with Hamish Bayshaw.